It's Monday, Yudalit Tevet, Tafshin, Ayin Hey, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Great, the late Ofra Chaza with her uh, classic Chai, one of the uh, Eurovision songs that have become so much a part of Israeli music around the world. Welcome one and all, welcome to this morning, oh no no, welcome to this edition of the Israel Show, because it might be morning where I am right now, but you might be listening somewhere else, or on a podcast, any time of the day or, day or night, any day of the week. 
So welcome one and all to this edition of the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. We are here every Monday immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM Eastern, 4 PM Israel time. And we are here with great Israeli music, news from Israel, analysis, commentary, everything about Israel. This is your source for it all. The elections in Israel, the politics, and I, I must admit I'm a political junkie, and I'm definitely an Israeli political junkie, even more. Uh, the politics uh, in Israel are, continue to uh, get amazing, amazing, surprising, always something new going on. Um, this past week, last week actually on this show, we spoke about the uh, videotape that was released to the media by we don't know who, showing Harav Avadya Yosef excoriating Aryeh Deri, literally ripping him apart. Um, at that time, Eli Shai was the head of Shas. It was um, 2008, I believe, is when that video was from. And um, Harav Avadya says many negative things about Aryeh Deri. He um, believes that he should not have Aryeh Deri return to the leadership of the party. He also... Um, says in the video that Aryeh Deri doesn't listen to him, which is such a key point. Now, some of the people watching the video thought that the most important part of that video was um, however, that Harav Vad Yosef called him a ganav. He didn't. He didn't. In fact, in the video, Harav Vad Yosef says there are people who believe that he's a criminal and therefore will lose their votes if we put him as the head of the party, but he doesn't call him a criminal, but he does call him a rasha, an evil person. He says, he doesn't listen to me. I told him to do this, that, or the other thing, and he didn't do it. See, he speaks about a specific uh, rabbi that was to get a position that Rabbi Yosef promised that position to Rabbi X, and, and, and uh, Aryeh Deri made sure that Rabbi Y got the position. And Rabbi Vadya says how terrible it was, how his wife, or Vadya's wife, um, was devastated because she was. They were very close family friends, and was literally crying because of that. And here's Aryeh Deri, who all throughout his decades of politics, he just swears that he only listens to Rav Ovadia, whatever Maran says, whatever Moetz Chachamei Torah say. I do whatever they say. I don't do anything on my own. And I think anyone in the know realizes that that's just not true. It doesn't work that way. Politics doesn't work that way in any in any political party. Um, and uh, that uh, the the rabbanim, who are great Torah scholars, aren't as steeped in the politics and aren't uh, devoting their lives to politics as they should not be. And the politicians who are are, are rather scheming and sly and uh, cunning, to say the least. And uh, they often do uh, what they want, either against the opinion of the rabbis that they claim to follow, or maybe even they bring the rabbis to their opinion. So, I think the most damning part of that video is where Rav Yosef says that Ari Deri doesn't listen to me anymore, where he brings examples, where he says that he did not want to support the Oslo Agreement, and that Aryeh Deri was schlepping um, that they should. At the end, Shas abstained. 
and we know the results of the Oslo Agreement. And if Shas would have voted against, there would not have been a majority. And yet, Aryeh Derry always claimed, it's, it's on video, it's, uh, there's recordings of it. Oh, Haravavadya told me, whatever he told me to do, that's what I do. I didn't want it. And Haravavadya, we have it on, on video, very clearly says, it's not true. He did what he wanted. That's the most important part to me of that tape. Now, how did Aryeh Derry, who is a political genius, the man was born with political genius. How did he handle what most politicians would consider the, the, a big hit? They would consider it a huge smack, smack in the face, smack on the head, tremendous defeat. How did he deal with it? We'll let you know after the next song. The genius that is Aryeh Derry and the politics of Israel. Uh, here's Shlomo Hartzi with Nitzmadnu. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. the 
Lomo Artsy Nitzmadnu off of the Live in Kesaria album. Mayor Weingarten, you're tuned to the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachman Siegel Network. We were talking about the politics in Israel and the Shas party. Uh, we set up before the situation. Let's add also that the Shas party has split in two. The uh, head of the Shas party for the last 15 years, Aryeh Derry started his own party and uh, he is trying to put together a list an attractive list he has his supporters and Aryeh Derry the legendary head of the Shas party who was away from politics for about 15 years because he was um, found guilty of criminal activities that have to do with monetary embezzling of funds and so forth he spent time in prison and then it was uh, it was forbidden for him to go back to politics and then towards uh, the end of Rav Yosef's life as Rav was very weak um, Aryeh Deri convinced him to put him back as the head of the Shas party something that Rav Yosef Zatzal um really was hesitant to do for, for, for many, many years. <clears throat> there are those who would say that Ayyadari used uh, undue influence on uh, Rav Vadya. Rav Vadya was already weak, and um, Ayyadari used that opportunity to influence him and uh, get him to reappoint him. Either way, we are now at a situation where Eli Yishai, the, the leader of the last 15 years, has left the party, Shas now has a uh, is headed by uh, Aryeh Derry and a group of rabbis, mainly that Aryeh Derry appointed, so they're going to support him. And this video comes out uh, from uh, 2008, uh, showing a long video showing Rav Vadi Yosef in discussion with his family members. He knew, by the way, it seems very clear that he knew he was on tape. Discussion with family members about current events, about Aryeh Derry and so forth, in which Rav Vadi Yosef really. Um, criticizes Aryeh Deri very, very strongly and and commits himself to Eli Yishai and um, makes it clear that that's who he wants to be at the head of the party. Now, if you were Aryeh Deri, what would you do? You are running against Eli Yishai. This video comes out showing Rav Avadi Yosef, the man who you claim you have followed everything that he has said, that you are nothing but his 
his pawn, if you will. You're nothing but his soldier in the field of politics. And then this video comes out showing Rav Vadya saying it's not true. He didn't doesn't listen. He didn't listen to me. He uh, he manipulated me and so forth. What do you do if you're Aryeh Derry? Well, some people would think, let's see, he'll run to the media. He'll deny it. He'll say it's a dirty tactic. Rav Vadya, he'll say Rav Vadya changed his mind. He'll say Rav Vadya was was misled. Nothing of the sort. Aryeh Derry, in his genius, doesn't go to the media at all. He just lets out all kinds of statements to get to the media. He is very hurt. He's very upset. Why? Because of the damage done, not to his name, oh no, no, no. The damage done to the name of Maran, the name of Haravovadya, has been damaged by the release of this tape. I don't know how. Actually, I think the name of Ravavadja is is bettered by this tape. One sees that in 2008, even at an advanced age as he was, he was totally in the know. He understood what he wanted and what he didn't want, to know every detail of the politics, but, you know, the rabbis aren't supposed to. But he understood who was who. He understood who Aryadari was and who El Yishai was, who was the good guy, who was the bad guy. He got it. And so I think it makes Ravavad Yosef look great. Oh, but Aryadari managed to spin it into this terror. He is so hurt. He is so sad. And he gets some of the Ravavad Yosef's family members to go to the graveside of Ravavad Yosef and, and ask him for Mechila and pray because of the terrible thing that was done and his name that was sullied. What does one see in the next news cycle? Ravad Yosef's daughter and uh, some of his children, including, I believe, the, the current chief rabbi, all of whom understand that they're nothing if the Shas party falls apart. They are so dependent on the Shas party. So they're going to do whatever they have to do. And so they come to the gravesite of Ravadia, and it's in all the papers and in all the television. And everyone, and then, and then Ayuderi announces that he's going to resign. He's going to resign because this is, if Ravadia didn't want him, he doesn't want to be there, and, and he should resign. Genius. First of all, nobody, nobody's talking about the video anymore. Nobody's talking about the fact that he's a hypocrite. Nobody's talking about the fact that he he, he basically maneuvered uh, uh, Rabbi Yosef at his will to, to 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 take care to make certain decisions that he manipulated him, and that Rabbi Yosef said so. Nobody's talking about that. That's all forgotten. He's resigning. Everybody involved in Shas, the rabbis, the the people whose jobs are totally wrapped up in the existence of Shas. They can't have him resign. They have no one else now. El Yishai has left. They need him back. He can't resign. So now begins days and days of everybody pleading with Aryeh Derry to return. What a move. Now, I think anybody who's a little savvy in politics understands that Aryeh Derry has absolutely zero intention of actually resigning. I mean, he went and he saw, made a big show of it, had the cameras there, he signed the letter of resignation, gave it to the Speaker of the Knesset. Oh, genius. Brilliant. 
just brilliant. And now there are people camping outside his house. They've put up tents, and and they're they're petitioning him to come back. And of course, the rabbis of the Moetzer Chachamim are all saying he must come back. And what will happen within a few days? And I I'd bet anything on this. He will he will come out publicly and say, I, I really don't want to. I've had it. I think it's terrible, but what can I do? The Mo'etzer HaChachamim has told me and instructed me that I must come back and lead the Shas party. So I'll do it, not because I want to, but because I have to listen to the Gedolei Torah of the Mo'etzer HaChachamim. I don't think there's a political commentator in the state of Israel today that believes that there is even... 0.001% that Arya Derry actually is resigning. And, even better, when they all ask him to come back, he'll be able to say, look, all the Chachamim, all the Gedolei Torah, they saw that video, and yet they asked me to come back. So clearly, the video doesn't really have much importance or value and that's the end of the story telling you politicians around the world, Bill Clinton can learn from this guy Uh, coming up as we continue with the uh, Israel show on the Nachum Siegel Network, coming up we'll uh, talk a little bit about the calendar, the Gregorian calendar changed from 2014 to 2015, we'll tell you why we're not going to do a yearly roundup. We have a brand new song that was recorded 44 years ago in 1971 by Eric Einstein, and then it got lost. And um, somehow, somebody had it all these years, the recording of it. It was all ready to be uh, published as part of an album. Somebody found it, and it will now was now released yesterday or two days ago was released to the public and we have it for you we'll play that a little later and uh, lots of other great stuff stay tuned to the Israel show on the Nachum Siegel Network here's Hatik Vashash with Masha Yehiyeh Yehiyeh
שנותנים לנו להרגיש קרוב, התוכניות והחיים שלנו מקבילים לרוב. השמש תייבש תמיד כל מסלול רטוב, ואם ענן קטן יסתיר גם הוא בטח יעזוב. יודעים שיש מישהו ששם ידו בכל, אני מאלה שבוחרים לא לטמון את הראש בחול, למרות הכל. ולאן שלא אגיע, אין שער ומנעול נעול בדרך לרקיע, והשעה טובה, ובשעה טובה, אני יוצא עם התקוות לנצח, מה שיהיה לנו יד ושם. הגורל יסתדר עם עצמו, אנחנו כאן כדי לחיות עם זה, ועם כל מה שבא ויבוא, מה שיהיה לנו יד בזה, הגורל יסתדר עם עצמו, אנחנו כאן כדי לחיות עם זה, ועם כל מה שבא Brand new from Hatikva Shesh, Mashi Yehiyeh Yehiyeh here on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Wagan. You're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. And we are also heard on Arut Sheva English Radio. Welcome, one and all. Thank you so much for joining us, for tuning us in, for making us a part of your day and your week. Um, and you can participate. You can be an active participant in this show either by emailing us or by posting on our Facebook page. We are at 279 likes on our Facebook page, one shy of 280. Really, the goal is 300. That's the goal. That's the current goal, obviously. The goal after 300 is more. But uh, right now, I just want to get to 300 likes. That would be a great milestone. Um, at um, facebook.com slash the Israel show. If you'd like to send me an email, it's mayor, M-E-I-R, at... NahumSiegel.com, Mayor, M-E-I-R, at NahumSiegel.com. Last week, I got great feedback, great emails um, regarding the Yehoram Gaon tribute. We did that in honor of his 75th birthday, and I thank you all, really. I mean, just so many great comments. Uh, keep them coming. Keep them coming. So the uh, secular calendar has changed. The um, last program, according to the... Um, calendar in use by us in uh, in the States was on the 29th of December 2014. This show is taking place on January 5th, 2015. And many use the opportunity to give you a wrap-up of the year, what happened in uh, 2014, the big events of the year, or many will make sure to wish everybody a happy new year and all the best for 2015. And we, we're not going to do that. There's no wrap-up And there's no wishing anybody anything because while it's true that, like everybody else, I use the secular calendar, it's not my calendar. I use it when I have no choice. We use it as part of the daily life that we live in 
in the greater world, in business, when dealing with official government uh, issues or uh, documents like the driver's license, when dealing with the outside world, then we have no choice and we have to live by this, uh, what they call the Gregorian calendar. But in fact, as a Jew, there's no significance, really no significance to the fact that at some point last week, the date that we use changed from 2014 to 2015. It's not a new year that we should wish people a happy new year. That's Rosh Hashanah. On Rosh Hashanah, we have a new year and we wish people a happy new year. Now, of course, if somebody's going to say happy new year to me, I'll wish them a happy new year back and we'll be civil about it, not be crazy about it. But I, I think it's important for us to internalize the importance of the calendar that we have. Um, growing up, our family birthdays and anniversaries were all on the Jewish calendar. My father, Zichron Alevracha, and um, my mother, Tibadel Chaim, Rukim Ubriim, who is listening in to the show as she does every week, taught us the Hebrew dates of the family celebrations, birthdays, anniversaries, and so forth. I don't even know the secular date of my father's Zichron Alevracha's uh, birthday. The only reason I know my mother's secular birth date is because I need it for sometimes an official form or a document that I need to fill out. I, I never knew what their um, wedding um, anniversary was according to the you know regular calendar and so forth. This is the way we were brought up. We were brought up to celebrate all of the days based on the Jewish calendar. And by the way, just like we do for the sad days, yard sites are are not commemorated on, in most cases, in, in most communities and in most Jewish homes, yard sites are commemorated on the Jewish date as they should be. And so let's also commemorate the joyous days, the, the celebrations on the Jewish dates. And it's so easy to do today, really. People say, oh, I don't know what my, some people don't know. They don't know what their Jewish birthday is. It's so easy to look up. Go go to any t- t- type into Google Hebrew um, calendar converter. I'll even post some links onto uh, on our Facebook page so that you can you can uh, use them. There's some apps that you can download onto your smartphone. In fact, in fact, this is amazing. With the latest version of the iPhone operating system, has an option. You have to know how to uh, turn it on, but it has an option to show you the Jewish date alongside its part of its regular calendar program, and alongside of it, it shows you the Jewish date. It is so cool. I've posted it before on our Facebook page. I can post it again. If you don't have Facebook, uh, you can email me, and I'll, I'll, I'll send you the instructions on how to get that, how to get it set up. There's another important point I think we forget. Part of being Jewish people is um, having our own calendar, the cycle, holidays, the cycle of the year. It's no coincidence that the first mitzvah that we are given as a people, as a nation, is to establish our own calendar. Ha-chodesh, hazel, lachem, rosh chodeshim. The first Rashi and Bereshit even asks, why is it? That the Torah doesn't start with that. 
That's the first mitzvah that we get as a, as, as a nation. It establishes us as a nation. So obviously, God considers this an important thing. Maybe we should do the same. Keep it in mind. Try. You know what? Even if you transition and you only celebrated the uh, secular birthdays and anniversaries, why don't we start by doing both? Celebrate both. Find out what the Hebrew date is if you don't know, if you don't know it. And make it a part of your year cycle, the cycle of the year for you and for your family. I hope you appreciate that. And if you disagree, you can, uh, you can please comment. Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel show, or send me an email, mayor at nachomsegel.com. Uh, here is Dudu El Harar and Hanan Yovel with, uh, I guess appropriately, Hayamim Sha'od Nachonulanu. The days that um, are still ahead of, of us. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Thank you. 
Such a beautiful one. Dudu El Harar and Hanan Yovehaimim Shaod Nachonulanu. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. And we are sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh, an organization that has de- dedicated itself to making your Aliyah, our Aliyah, as easy as possible. Um, helping the Ole, first of all, feel important, not to feel lost in the government. Uh, bureaucracy, not to feel lost when he arrives in Israel and just gets off the plane and gets shoved into some uh, government office. No, Nefesh Benefesh has made it so exciting to make Aliyah, in addition to the fact that they give support in so many different ways, including financial support, needs-based financial aid. So families that felt that they couldn't make Aliyah because they didn't have enough money can apply to Nefesh Benefesh and based on their needs can get their help of Nefesh Benefesh in order to make Aliyah. And they do so many other things, so much, that the goal of which is to make each individual's Aliyah as successful as possible. So uh, please do check out their website for all the news. They have lots of events that uh, throughout the United States during the winter time where you can just hear about it. You don't have to have a specific plan at this moment. Just go on their website, take a look, see what they have and um, maybe go down to one of their events. It's uh, www.nbn, nefesh benefesh, nbn.org.il, www.nbn.org.il. The Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh, revolutionizing Aliyah. Well, let's see. We promised you a new song by Eric Einstein. Well, it's really a very old song. 44 years after it was um, recorded. 44 years after it was about to be put into one of the most popular albums in uh, Israeli history. Eric Einstein's classic album Badesha Etzel Avigdor. This song, for whatever reason, they decided they're going to leave it as they say, on the cutting room floor. And the problem seems to be that somebody took it off the cutting room floor and it disappeared. And it was discovered 44 years later. And because it was about to be put into the album, it's complete. It could be, you know, it's not like some uh, promo or demo from uh, from the studio. It's called Mapoholech. What's going on here? The words were written by Eric Einstein and the... Um, was composed, like so many of his songs, by Mickey Gavrielov. And we're going to debut it. It was released just the other day in Israel, and we're going to debut it here on the Israel Show as we do so much uh, Israeli music and news from Israel. You'll hear it first here. Mapoholech, Ari Einstein, big debut on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. 
the song recorded 44 years ago for uh, Arik Einstein's album Badesh uh, Tel Avigdor that didn't make it, got lost and was rediscovered in an archive somewhere and uh, was released to the world uh, two days ago by the way it does sound very much like um, the beginning for sure like some of the other songs on that album um, like uh, whether I think it's either Aniva Atanishanet Haolam or Aniwara Tabaderchla Gymnasia. That opening part sounded so similar to that. 
So you can understand that was the, that was the era that it's from. You could really tell. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachman Siegel Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could uh, listen to us live as we are here live every week, but you could also listen to us uh, on demand via the podcast. And um, when you subscribe to the podcast on your smartphone or on your computer, it's the greatest thing. You subscribe once, it's free, and then every week, a uh, few hours after the show is over, it will automatically download into your smartphone iPad, tablet, computer, whatever it is, and you can listen to it whenever you want. You can pause, move forward, move back, listen to the songs again, and so forth. It's a wonderful thing. Um, we'll post the link as uh, every once in a while we do on our Facebook page, and if you don't have it and you want to get it, please send me an email, mayor at com. We also post every week a list of almost all the songs that we play during the show, we post links to the YouTube videos of those songs, so you can listen to them whenever you like and um, enjoy them over and over again. And we'll do the same um, this week, too, a little after the show. The uh, election season in Israel continues. The primaries in the Likud took place last week. Next week, the primaries in the Bayit Hayudi take place, you know, not all the parties in Israel are so democratic that they have primaries. In fact, many of the major parties in Israel don't have primaries. The um, the slate of candidates is selected either by the party head, like, for example, Avigdor Lieberman, in his case, uh, of Israel Betenu, or like Yair Lapid and Yeshatid. Uh, they just select, and and by the way, in Shas, uh, the the Moetzer Chachamim and probably uh, with advice from the party leaders, they select the list. There's no elections, there's no primaries, there's nothing to talk about. But there are a few parties that do have a democratic um, process. The Labor Party, the Likud Party, the Bayit HaYehudi, Naftali Bennett's party. Um, there are primaries. The Bayit Yehudi is next week, Likud was last week, and the Likud primaries, I must say, very interesting, <laughs> very, very, very interesting. Um, in Israel, which uh, is known to many as the startup nation, the Silicon Valley of the Middle East, uh, a country where high tech is booming, the country that invented Waze, the country that invented the cell phone, the flash drive, the primaries and the general elections as well are conducted with little pieces of paper that you stuff into an envelope. And the envelope gets put into a ballot box that's made out of cardboard. <laughs> I promise. It's crazy. The Likud primaries, it was unbelievable. And it took days to count. And you say to yourself, what is going on there? And I think that what is going on there is this is done on purpose because this way the party hacks can really manipulate the results. A box got lost, a box got uh, got misplaced, the, some some votes fell out, some extra envelopes fell in. In fact, in one of the polling booths, Tzachi Hanegbi, who originally was in the top 10, he got something like um, 215 votes in that polling uh, booth, polling place, only problem was there were only 175 people who were eligible to vote in that polling place. So clearly there was something wrong there. Um, 
they announced the top ten, and yesterday they've reshuffled them. Um, some of the surprises, um, Moshe Faglin, who is very well known in our community here in the United States, he is out after one term and a short term as um, as a member of Knesset. He is out. Uh, why? That's a good question. He was actually pretty effective as a Knesset member, but I think that the uh, the Likud rank and file that vote in the primaries um, felt that he had an agenda that was not the Likud agenda. He had his own agenda. He said so, I think, very clearly at times. And um, they didn't want him there anymore, so they voted him out resoundingly. Uh, that's one surprise. Another surprise is that Sipi Chotoveli, who was a Knesset member, who is a really good Knesset member. She's a, a um, Orthodox Jew. She recently got married. Um, and she is an excellent spokesperson for the right wing of Israel. She does a great job, and she was a great member of Knesset. And surprisingly, she did not make it into a realistic place, although, based on some of the shenanigans at the ballot box, it might change. In fact, yesterday she came a lot closer to being number 20, which is uh, a, a realistic spot in the uh, slate of the Likud. Um, she's fighting against Avi Dichter, the former head of the Shin Bet, and um, to see who is going to get into that position. Um, but in general, the surprise is that while all the media in Israel were saying that the slate of the Likud is going to be radical, right-wing, and all that, not true, not true at all. The slate was a lot more, let's just say, moderate than they expected. The uh, the people in the Likud that would be considered uh, more center were elected. Those that were more right-wing were pushed down a little bit. And so uh, the media, as always, tried to paint the Likud in, in, a, in, in terms of being a crazy party, uh, did not come to be true. And that's where the Likud is. So the Likud is done with their primaries. The uh, Bait Yehudi will be done with theirs next week. That'll be very interesting. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of people running in the primaries at the Bait Yehudi for what amounts to maybe a two or three possible realistic slots on uh, on their ballot. So it'll be interesting to see who gets in. There's some very good candidates out there, but a lot of it, as we know, is politics and machinations, and uh, things don't always go the <laughs> things don't always go the way you think they will or the way you'd like them to. Um, my name is Mayor Weingart. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Um, we wish um, all the people in Israel a warm and safe couple of days. We notice storms coming, and um, somebody wrote, "No roads lead to Jerusalem." Um, it's pretty amazing. The State Department issued a travel advisory. I couldn't believe that. The State Department, who usually issues travel advisories when there's you know, danger of terrorism and so forth, issued a travel advisory saying that the snow uh, oftentimes paralyzes Israeli cities and people can be stranded, so they should be very careful. Now, that's true, and uh, our own 
Nachum Siegel can attest to that last year. He was in Yerushalayim when there was a major snowstorm. They didn't have shovels. That was the problem. People are saying, if you go into Israel, bring a shovel. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really, um, it's frightening because quite, quite a number of people are actually traumatized from last year's events where in, in some of the more uh, outlying areas, people didn't have electricity for a long time. It was freezing cold. And Israelis are not used to that. They're not used to being in that situation. So they're learning about, uh, <laughs> about stocking up, about having uh, kerosene furnaces and all kinds of stuff like that. So we wish everybody in Israel all the best and that you make it through this storm in the easiest possible way sort of a metaphor for life in Israel in general, right? The storms come and go, but the people of Israel continue in their resolve. Well, we uh, are going to end off this show with an appropriate song. Salaat. It's a classic. It's re-recorded. This one is re-recorded. Tamar Eisenman and Mickey Gavrielov. It's an, a classic Eric Einstein uh, song. Uh, talking about people, the story in the, the song of people who are driving in her- terrible weather, it's raining, it's pouring, they're driving, and all the different things that go on. Salaat means drive slowly. And uh, so, in honor of the uh, storm, if you will, we're going to end with that. Not before we thank you so much for tuning us in, for listening today, for your Facebook likes, your comments, your emails. Keep them coming. Participate in the show. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. We love it. We love hearing from you. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Keep it tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network all day for the great Monday Music Marathon. Until... Next Monday, following JM in the AIM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.
קשה לנשום ונגמרו לו הטיפות. ואני חושב, אני חושב עלייך. כשאת יודעת לפנק אני אוהב אותך Thank <laughs> you. 